0: what's going on everybody welcome back to the anything podcast uh i'm your host sam uh and today it's gonna be a great episode uh we are gonna be uh talking about the nfl playoffs um if you missed it uh this past weekend uh the weekend of i believe the 10th uh the games happened uh the wild card games happened So I'm just going to be recapping that and then also putting back predictions for the future of the playoffs. And uh, also I'm actually going to be talking about uh, just like ranking the best like food for like Super Bowl parties and some of the best halftime shows. Just a little bit of stuff about like the Super Bowl. Uh, So yeah, it's going to be a great episode and yeah, stay tuned. I just wanted to uh, do a little extra segment Uh, Just doing a little bit of a ranking list for uh, the Super Bowl. So the first one I'm going to talk about is top 10 foods for a Super Bowl party. Now, I know Super Bowl parties aren't going to happen this year because of COVID, but uh, it's still nice to rank. Um, So in my opinion, uh, one of the best things, obviously, is chicken wings. There's nothing better than getting chicken wings. Either it be teriyaki, buffalo. Chicken wings are kind of a staple when it comes to football or watching football, the Super Bowl, all that. So, chicken wings would probably be my number one priority. Then, uh, pigs in a blanket. Those are always good. Uh, I really like pigs in a blanket. Uh, chili, I'm not a big fan of, though. Um, guacamole, uh, chips and guacamole. You can never go wrong with that, as well as, like, some salsa. Uh, if you also... Have, like, shrimp cocktail. I know some people don't like shrimp, but, uh, me personally, I really like shrimp cocktail. And then just, like, a simple, like, platter of, like, crackers and cheese or whatever. It can never go wrong. So, those are kind of, like, some, uh, food. But another thing would be onion dip. Like, onion dips and chips. Those are probably one of my favorite, um, combinations. So, I really like, uh, all that stuff. Um... And then I also just wanted to talk a little bit about some of the greatest moments uh, in Super Bowl history. Now, whether it be whether it be like ones that I've witnessed or ones that I've read about. Uh, so one of the greatest moments was the uh, so it was in uh, the two thousand Super Bowl. So that would have been Super Bowl. This is gonna be fifty four. So this would have been. Super Bowl 34, I believe. Yeah, Super Bowl 34. And uh, this was Rams versus Titans. The Rams ended up winning 23-16. to 16. And this was the one where uh, Steve McNair threw a uh, slant pass to Kevin Dyson. Uh, and Kevin Dyson was tackled. And he stretched. And there's this famous picture of him just stretching. And it's still, no one really, like, people still argue about whether or not he crossed the goal line, um, but they ruled it that he did not cross the goal line, and the Rams ended up winning, so that was one of the, uh, by the way, these aren't in order, uh, I'm just naming off stuff that I can remember off the top of my head, um, but so, that I remember reading about, um, so that's one, Another one would be uh Joe Namath's famous so it was Super Bowl 3 so that's 1969 I believe yeah cuz the first one was 1966 and the Jets beat the Colts in that one I don't remember the score um I believe it was 16 to 7 yeah 16 to 7 and Joe Namath before the game called that the Jets would win and there's also um there's also a uh so there's also a famous picture after the jets ended up winning of uh Joe Namath pointing up uh people say it's because he's saying we're number 1 or like yeah, i'm not really sure but uh that's definitely a memorable moment a lot of people know about that um another one is probably one of the most famous which was uh David Tyree's helmet catch In uh, the 2008 Super Bowl, the Giants versus the Patriots. The Giants ended up winning by a field goal. And uh, that is probably one of the most memorable moments in sports history. Uh, Just an amazing catch by David Tyree. um, And he just caught it using his helmet, which was insane. Um, um, And then finally, um, I would say the... I know this may seem a little weird because I'm a Packers fan, but I'm going to say the Packers... Well, this isn't one Super Bowl moment, but two, actually. It was Vince Lombardi, the greatest Packers coach of all time, leading the Packers to win the first two Super Bowls. And they they won the first two Super Bowls back-to-back. And, uh... That's probably, that's why he's considered the greatest coach of all time. And they and they named the Lombardi trophy after him. Now, before I finish up this episode, I also want to talk about a big part of this, which is, or two big parts, one of which is the halftime show. Now, the halftime show, we all know, a lot of us sleep through it, but whatever, I'm going to cover it anyway. Um, so, hang on, uh... So basically, in my opinion, one of my favorite halftime shows was Super Bowl... What one was it? I believe it was the Packers versus the Steelers. And they had Bruno Mars and the Red Hot Chili Peppers playing together. And I just gotta say, this was when Bruno Mars had just come out with Locked Out of Heaven, which was a huge hit. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers are the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And it was one of my favorite halftime shows ever. Uh, and I really enjoyed that. Um so that's one of my favorites. Um then uh another memorable moment of course is <laughs> the, uh I don't know if I'm allowed to say this technically, but it or I could probably say it. But uh the war, the uh wardrobe malfunction involving Justin Timberlake and uh Janet Jackson in 2004 and uh I'm not really going to go into detail on that but a lot of uh, most people who were alive remember that and most people who weren't alive or were alive have still heard about it but um another memorable this wasn't the Super Bowl this wasn't the halftime show but it was very very memorable one of them was <clears throat> one of them was uh so it was uh Whitney Houston singing the national anthem while the US was fighting in the Middle East. Very powerful, very emotional national anthem there. Um so there was yeah, so those are some of my favorites, uh or most memorable in my opinion. Um and another thing that's very, very um very, very um memorable or very famous when it comes to the Super Bowl, are the commercials. Now, I tend to, like, a lot of people are just like, oh, commercials suck. Pause once they go to commercial break and then fast forward. I love watching the commercials. I'm sorry. Last year, they were actually pretty good. And, like, yeah, some of them were disgusting, like the Chunky Milk comer- commercial. But, so, but like, there were some really good ones. Like, um, in 2019, the uh, 100-year anniversary... They had the NFL one hundred one. It was like the it was like two minutes long, Um, but it was like it featured like tons of NFL greats. It even had Ninja, the uh, famous Fortnite streamer, or just streamer in general. It had. It was it 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 was just if you don't know what it is, I would recommend you go onto YouTube and you search. Uh, I I would recommend you go onto YouTube and you search NFL 100 Super Bowl commercial because it's just really worth it. Um, That's probably my favorite, uh, to be fair. And then, uh, of course, Reebok. uh, In the early 2000s, they had their running Terry Tate uh, commercial series, almost. Um, It was very funny. Overall, I just say that the Super Bowl has the best commercials, not just because part of it might be that it is the biggest event of the year when it comes to football. Millions watch it, and it's kind of grown a reputation to having certain stuff, but uh, yeah, so that's kind of my uh, tier list for all these different things about the Super Bowl, and um, yeah, so yeah, I guess that's kind of the end of the segment, and yeah. Welcome back to the Anything Podcast. Uh, So, if you somehow missed it, uh, this past weekend uh, was the first round of the NFL playoffs. It was Wild Card weekend. And uh, some of the games got very crazy. Uh, If you missed the games, I'm going to be recapping them, just giving my two cents on them. And then I'm going to be making some predictions about this upcoming weekend, as well as some Super Bowl predictions. I don't know. So, the first game... That uh, first game I want to cover is the Colts versus the Bills. Uh, the Bills ended up beating the Colts 27-24. to 24. Now, this game was interesting because it was a really close game. And towards the end, it, the uh, Colts were around midfield. They had the ball. And it was probably around 20 seconds left, second down. And Phillip Rivers absolutely choked he threw two horrible passes skied them over wide open receivers heads which would have gotten them into field goal range but instead then the Colts were stuck with the choice okay it's fourth down there's like four seconds left and it would have been a 65 yard field goal had they gone for the field goal so rather than take a chance with the field goal um Rodrigo Blankenship, his longest that y- this year has been like 53 yards, so rather than take a chance on the field goal, they decided to just air it out, and it got swatted down, and the Bills ended up winning. Um, so second game I want to cover is one nobody saw coming, which was the Rams versus the Seahawks. Many people thought that it would have been the Seahawks who came out on top, but the Seahawks kind of played like crap. I mean. The Rams, they locked up, like, they were playing really good on defense. Aaron Donald, however, did uh, come away with a minor uh, hip injury. And uh, we're not sure if he is going to be able to play uh, this upcoming week, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But the Seahawks' offense was not playing well. And Jalen Ramsey was playing well. Uh, just in general, the Rams played very solid. They came out. Uh, winning thirty to ten, which I don't think anyone saw coming, uh, and then the Rams' offense was playing really good. Um, and overall, I think that the Rams did deserve to win this game. Uh, they played like uh, they they played totally different than they have this season. Next up is the Buccaneers versus Washington. Now, coming into this game, I wanted Washington to win because. If you think about it, that would have been the greatest comeback story of all time for Alex Smith. He has a devastating leg injury. He almost died from a uh, from a infection in his leg, almost had his leg amputated, was told he may never play football again, was told he may never walk again, and here he comes getting the starting job and almost beating Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in the wild card in the playoffs. And I wanted them to win so badly. And even go, like, I'm not a Washington fan, but if they went on to miraculously win the Super Bowl, I would have had to give major, major props to Alex Smith. I already have to because this guy is, like, he's almost a superhuman. Like, he almost died, and now he's back leading leading a football team and playing really well and Washington played really good, um, although they lost, they only lost by eight, which I don't think many people saw, uh, Tom Brady played exceptional, uh, or actually not exceptional, but he played very well, uh, he had 381 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, um, which I would have thought might he would have thrown at least one, and then just their rushing game was not really there, however, like, Leonard Fournette only ninety three yards uh, for at least for the Bucks only ninety three yards and only one touchdown he was only averaging around four yards per carry and, and also he had nineteen carries only had ninety three yards um, on the receiving end however they were a little stronger Mike Evans had one hundred nineteen Cameron Brate had eighty yards Chris Godwin had seventy nine Antonio Brown had forty nine. So, they definitely went with the uh, air attack a little more, Um, but overall, I think that it was a good game, and Washington, I mean, like, Alex Smith, the problem was that, like, he wasn't playing, they had uh, Taylor Heineke, I can never say his name, Um, so, uh, I wish that they would have won, Smith would have come back, and they could have done so much better. But Heineke played good. I mean, 300, over 300 yards. Only had one touchdown, though. Um, but I think that the Bucks just played better football overall. So, um, the next game was one that I was a little shocked by, which was the Ravens versus Titans. Now, it was a rematch of last year, uh, last year's playoffs. I think that was the divisional round that they played in, but um basically the ravens came out on top lamar jackson had 179 passing yards and 136 rushing yards one rushing touchdown no th- no passing touchdowns but overall they destroyed they it, when it came to the run game the Ravens destroyed the Titans, and the Titans couldn't get anything going on with the run game. I mean, they had Derrick Henry, who, Derrick Henry w- had 40 yards on 18 carries. He was he was averaging two yards per carry, De- and he got shut out. He had no touchdowns, no touchdowns. Derrick Henry, one of the best running backs in the league, didn't even have 50 yards, just hit 40. He had 40 yards was averaging two yards per carry, and had no touchdowns. Like, I don't understand. Like, how could could something like this happen? I mean, it was just a total breakdown when it came to the offense of the Tennessee Titans. They just played like absolute garbage. And the Ravens were just... The Ravens were playing good. I mean, yeah, Lamar didn't have any, like, passing touchdowns, but, like, J.K. Dobbins scored... Um, Marquise Brown had a hundred nine yards. Like overall, they just played like a really, well, like a really good football team, and I think that they deserved this win. A um, little bit of payback when the uh, Titans beat the Ravens last year. Uh, the next game was probably the most, I wouldn't say weird, but I would, uh, the the weirdest game, which was the Saints versus the Bears. Now, it didn't real if you didn't know the Saints was the Bears game wasn't broadcasted on any of the normal channels like Fox, NBC, CBS, all those. No. It was broadcasted on Nickelodeon. Yeah, Nickelodeon, the children's cartoon network. And the NFL said that their whole idea was to get younger kids involved, but... I don't really understand why you would broadcast a football game on Nickelodeon. I mean, it's... And also, on Nickelodeon, they did, like, these interesting, like, animations. Like, when someone would score a touchdown, they'd shoot the slime cannons, and... Like, I... I, I, It gets cool, but, like, I just want to watch a football game. I don't want to feel like I'm at the Kids' Choice Awards in 2014. And... Like, when they're kicking a field goal, the net has SpongeBob's face on it. I just, I don't, I don't, I didn't like it. And the announcers were so annoying. Like, one of them, um, can't remember the name, but it was, like, a touchdown. And they're like, hey, the slime cannon, that's lit. Like, no, don't. It's a football game. You're supposed to be commentating a football game, not saying stuff that, like, I don't know. Uh, Saints... I didn't even really get to pay attention to the game much. I didn't watch it much. But they ended up coming out 21-9 to over the Bears. Uh, and people are saying that this year might be Drew Brees' last year, which could be a little sad. Um, you know, Drew Brees, he's been playing ever since I was a kid. Uh, or I'm still technically a kid, but when I was really young, uh, I can remember him always like being on the TV when my dad would watch football. So it's gonna be weird if uh if Drew Brees retires. But another thing would be who gets the starting job after that? Is it Taysom Hill, the legend, or would it be Jameis Winston who is like blind and throws thirty interceptions per season? So yeah, um I would like to know uh if um if it, if it is Breeze's last season, would it be like who who's gonna get the starting job? But um, moving on, the next game was probably the biggest upset and the highest scoring game of Wild Card Weekend, which was the Browns versus the Steelers. Now I what's funny is I had actually been saying that I think the Browns are gonna win. I even wrote a article in school. Uh, a current events article about the fact, and this was back when the Steelers were still undefeated, when they were like 11-0, I said, the Steelers are not playing good football. They barely beat teams that aren't even that good. If I take a look at the Steelers schedule, Steelers regular season schedule. All right, so... They played the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Ravens, who played like garbage in the regular season. Washington, the, the teams that they played just aren't good football teams. And they're saying like, oh, we're 11-0 and and Juju's doing his little Corvette dance. And it's so annoying. And yeah, they barely beat the Giants on September 14th. September 20th, they... Uh, September 20th, they beat the Broncos by five. September 27th, they beat the Texans by seven. Then they beat the Eagles. Then they beat the Browns. Then they beat the Titans, the Ravens, the Cowboys. Then the Bengals, Jaguars, Ravens, Washington. Bills, Bengals, Colts. Yeah, this, that I'm looking at right now, uh, is a. preseason schedule or uh, schedule that came up before the season so it doesn't have any of the scores but you can see the teams that they're playing aren't that good like the Bengals, washington the colts the jaguars the cowboys the texans the broncos the giants like they didn't deserve at all to be undefeated and they were cocky they were annoying juju was just obnoxious he shouldn't even like I hate that guy. Yeah, he's a good receiver, but he's so obnoxious and annoying. And I don't care if your team is undefeated or was undefeated. You going and dancing on people's logos—that like the amount of disrespect is just off the charts, and it's just not—it's not okay. And then before you go and play a team that's a good team, the Browns and saying they're gray face, they have a few good players but at the end of the day the, the Browns are the Browns, they're the same team I play every year. And then you get whooped by them 48 to 37. You like you're losing. They were losing at they were losing at halftime, probably I think it was 21 to nothing. They did not deserve at all to be the number 2 or uh, to be undefeated to be 11 and 0. They didn't deserve that. And they didn't deserve to make the playoffs. And they, what they did deserve is to get whooped by the Browns. Um, so, yeah, that's the end of the recap. Uh, but then, looking ahead, uh, this upcoming weekend, uh, the 16th and the 17th, we are going to have the divisional round. Now, my Packers, or my favorite team, the Packers, are going to be playing – the Los Angeles Rams uh, on Saturday, the sixteenth at four thirty-five, and I'm gonna make a prediction. So, yeah, the Packers are awesome; they're my favorite team, and the Rams are playing decent. But the problem is, Jared Goff still has a broken finger, and we're not. Sh- and uh, they're not sure if they're gonna put Goff in or if they're gonna put in uh, Wolford. So. That's still up for grabs. Then, Aaron Donald, like I said earlier, uh, has injured either his hip or his ribs—one of those—and he may not play. That means that the—that would affect the run game and and the pass rush, huge for the Rams. And what I'm looking forward to is if Jalen Ramsey gets matched up against Devontae Adams. That's going to be probably a crazy matchup. But uh, I think that in the end, the Packers will beat the Rams. Um, Then, next game is Ravens-Bills, which is also on Saturday the 16th at 8.15. This game's going to be good. Now, my projection... I know this may sound weird, but I think it's going to be Bills versus Packers at the Super Bowl. And hear me out, hear me out. So, the Bills are like when Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs are playing good they're unstoppable and then you add in Cole Beasley Dawson Knox you have Devin Singletary in the backfield and yeah they're yeah their defense is a little uh, not like they're, it's not the best it's still good and the Ravens really they're like they're playing good but Lamar really is only running the ball like in the in the wild card game against the uh, against the Titans, he didn't have a single passing touchdown. He only ran really, uh, and in all, like they didn't have a, the Ravens didn't have a single passing touchdown. So I think that if the Bills can just stop the run, they'll easily beat the Ravens. So I'm gonna say that the Bills beat the Ravens. Browns versus Chiefs. Browns versus Chiefs. Yes, I know the Browns played good, but it's the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs. Yeah, you could like you shouldn't sleep on the Browns. They're a good team, but I just think that like it, it, even if even if the even if Baker Mayfield goes on a tear and throws four touchdowns and Nick Chubb rushes for one, I just think that it. it I just think that, in the end, the Chiefs just have a superior defense, a superior offense, just a superior team in general, and will just come out on top. And then, the Buccaneers versus the Saints, people are calling it the final battle, uh, because it's two old men. (laughs) It's Tom Brady and Drew Brees. So, I think that that's going to come out. uh, I'm not sure. Um, That one could go either way, but I'm going to say the Buccaneers. Um just because i think that they could play, that tom brady would lead would lead his offense a little better and they'd score more than the saints but uh yeah so after that it would be bills versus chiefs in the conference or with my projections it would be bills chiefs in the conference in the afc conference and packers buccaneers and I think that's gonna that the Super Bowl is gonna be Bills versus Packers. You heard it here first, and uh, I'm gonna say that the Packers win the Super Bowl. Just not just because they're my favorite team, but because they're overall probably the best team in the NFC. And if the Bills can beat the Chiefs, then I think it might be a done deal that the Packers uh, that the Packers win the Super Bowl. You heard it here first, and if I'm right. I get to brag, and I have this as my evidence. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned. All right, everybody, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Anything Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. Uh, I had a lot of fun recording this episode. Uh, remember, if you want to be on the show or if you want us to cover a specific topic, you could always email us at theanythingpodcastshow@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Uh, Also, go follow us on Instagram where we post uh, leaks and teasers and all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, And uh, so go follow us there. Uh, That's going to be at the Anything Podcast Show. And yeah, I hope you all enjoyed it. And I'll see you in the next one.